Hello, wonderful people. It's Anne Hanovich. I was in the midst of developing a podcast when this whole coronavirus thing hit. So I decided to go ahead and reach out to everyone now during this time of isolation and uncertainty so we can keep each other company, encourage each other, and walk alongside each other through this. So I'll spend these pre-launch podcasts encouraging you, but also sharing some ideas and tips and hopefully giving everyone a forum to share their own ideas and experiences during this seriously unprecedented time. Guys, I have to say I love seeing posts on Facebook from all of you because they are optimistic and encouraging and full of handy hints. I am so inspired by all of you. You aren't caught up in being fearful, and I just love it. This makes such a stable and positive environment for your kids. Kudos to all my peeps. I'm really proud to be your friend. For today, I'd love to share an idea for structuring your kid's day with no school or social interaction or sanity, apparently. So I know there are ideas all over the internet for actual time schedules for your kiddos. This is exactly what I would have done when my girls were smaller. If you do have younger kids, you can Google COVID-19 daily schedule and there are numerous templates out there. Keep listening, though, because there might be some tips in here that you can also use. For our family, though, with an 11-year-old and a 16-year-old, it's different. So here's the story and outcome of my somewhat peaceful negotiations with... Mom, you call this peaceful? We're tied to a chair. Uh, shh. I said somewhat peaceful. Anyway, when we first found out about two weeks of no school, I started by asking the girls to come up with their own schedule to work together and present me with their ideas. They were fed up with schedules, so their day consisted of YouTube, homework, eating, and chill time, in quotes. Hearing this, I quickly realized that homework and chill time would not really fill up their days, and it would get really old really quick for all of us. So I started pushing the idea of more specific activities, and, well, they got rather defensive. You crushed our dreams! Shh! Nobody hears you. So, like I said, they were understandably frustrated because I had already empowered them to think up their own schedule. Okay, not my best mom move, I know. I had to do some apologizing and then some negotiating. The one thing the girls were adamant about was setting their own pace. I could totally work with that. But for my part, I felt strongly that they needed to be more specific and productive about their chill time. So we agreed that I would give them different categories of activities, but they would choose the specific activity and time of day for it. For example, they were required to do 30 minutes of outdoor exercise, but they could choose the activity, within reason of course, and when they did it. As we were sorting this out, the girls kept going back to starting their day with 30 minutes of YouTube. Reluctantly, I was willing to try this, but only as a motivation to get them out of bed. So in order for them to redeem this YouTube time, they had to get out of bed at their suggested time, which was actually 7.30 in the morning. I know, that's what they suggested, so. Anyway, with my incentive in place, their 30 minutes of free YouTube time essentially expired at 8 a.m. Quick side note, in my next podcast, I plan to cover incentives like this, plus accountability and motivation, so tune in for more ideas and insights on what that might look like. Back to my story. So I wrote my required categories on halved index cards. Each morning I give these to the girls. 
They decide how to structure their day and then return their cards to me as they do each activity. Some items I take their word for, but other things I need more details, like what project they worked on for their enrichment activity or what they did as a random act of kindness. Just to give you more specifics, the other categories were outdoor exercise and a job to help me around the house. I will take pictures of the cards and post them so you can get an idea what they look like and what categories I used. Now I have to say my girls are the queens of gray areas. So I had to be very specific about duration and definition for these activities. They, of course, still found some wiggle room, so I needed to give them more detailed expectations as things came up. At the same time, them pulling weeds as a job to help me would also count as their outdoor activity. My goal was not to nickel and dime them to death. By the way, my girls are old enough that I also had them switch off helping me make dinner while the other cleaned up afterwards, but I gave them this expectation from the beginning so I didn't blindside them with this, quote, extra task. Their deadline to complete the cards was dinner, but I allowed them to do these things in their own time. This takes a lot of self-control, my friends, because really, we want to push our own agendas and our years of wisdom, we just want to pour that into our precious darlings. But resist this. Don't do takesies backsies on empowering your kids like I did at first. So, quick recap. One, give your kids the freedom to choose how and when to accomplish their daily activities. And two, give them options within your own parameters, of course, based on age and maturity level. This specific approach is ideal for older kids, but it can be adapted to younger kids. You could even print off pictures of activities on, from the internet for those who don't read yet. Granted, younger tykes will likely need more supervision and probably a more structured timeline. Hear me out on this. Enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm sure you hear this all the time, but it really is over in the blink of an eye. So anyway, this is just one idea of many on how to structure your day with your kids during this crazy no school time. If you think some adaption of this will work with your kiddos, give it a try. I'm sure you'll come up with a great system that's tailor-made for your family. I'd love to hear how it goes or even other ideas anyone else has tried. Just include it down in the comments. Really, though, I hope this season of forced downtime will be a gift in disguise for you and your families. I know that it creates a lot of chaos and doubt, but I feel like this is our opportunity to reconnect with our families and spend time growing up together with our kids. Keep up the good attitude, my friends, because that is what's contagious. Mom, we're still tied to a chair. Oops, um, be there in a sec. Uh, so until next time, I hope this tactic has helped some of you. I gotta run. Mom! Coming! That's what you said yesterday!